Hello, Arirang Radio listeners. I'm K-pop and host Isak, and you're listening to Insider. Today, uh, we did just for like uh, sake of no space. We just titled you as an actor today, but sure. like you do everything. We've got the <laughs> fabulous all-round entertainer Amy Lee in the studio. Hi. <laughs> Hello, 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 and thank you so much for inviting me in here. I'm blown away. I'm like, is this my life right now? This is like goals. I'm telling you, I can retire today after being interviewed by you. No, girl, you fabulous. Mm-mm. Okay. We're going to have a fangirl off, I think, because I think I'm fangirling more than you are. You're like the queen of Arirang. Are you kidding me? This is like the pinnacle of my career. I am done. <laughs> okay, so uh, Amy is, we're going to get to know Amy today. For any of you who don't know who she is, uh, I swear, if you've been watching any K-drama or K-film recently, you've probably seen her beautiful face in like a office setting or like you know as like I, top secret a lot of news anchor roles government of, officials yes not very nice women i play <laughs> i i tend to be typecast i have that kind of face I don't have that kind of personality, which no, is the she funny doesn't. thing. She does. She does. And happy, but I keep getting cast in these roles where they're like, just look a little more like a, you know what? Uh, and having a resting bee face. Yes, resting bee face, exactly. <laughs> I've perfected it now, but, you know, in my day to day life, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. So I was telling our staff today, everyone was like, yeah, so Amy, uh, you know, uh, what's, she, what's she like? And I'm just like, She's the, I think she has more energy than I do. (laughs) So today, y'all don't have to worry about anything. You don't Um, need your coffee today. You don't need your tea. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. We'll give it to you. So, Amy, um, mm-hmm. you've been doing everything, literally. Like, you uh, re- you hosted your own radio show for three years. I did. Um, you act, you model. Yeah. You show host things. Yeah. Uh, you voice over things. Yeah. Um, Pretty much anything you can do in entertainment. Throw me in there and I will get to it if I can. No, the funny thing is I actually started here at Arirang. Right. Yeah, and that's when I met you. Right. Like, 2015. Teen, maybe probably now my goodness it was forever ago and i started here at arirang tv because i could not speak korean at that time either so i was like okay i'm gonna like make my way into the entertainment industry after teaching in korea for like a good 10 plus years okay so that's why you ended up starting doing so you originally came to korea to teach exactly i came just to visit actually i had friends here i knew nothing about korea okay And I came and I landed and just instantly like fell in love with this country. This was 2005, mind you, the first time that I came here. Okay, okay. Just to like check it out, see what it is. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I get it. I love it. I'm moving here. And then I just ended up staying here. Got into teaching English, which most Canadians or Americans do from the beginning. And I taught everything. Middle school, kindergarten, business, I went into university, taught there for five years, and then I was like, okay, you know, I'm good. I need another challenge. Like, you need a challenge in life, otherwise you're just bored. Right. You're not progressing. Right. So I ended up kind of getting into entertainment, just like through meeting people and like trying out shoots here and there. And I was like, this is a lot of fun. Right. And uh, yeah, I just, I applied to Arirang TV in 2015 for a show called Bring It On. And I ended up uh, going on that show as a contestant, presenting, and I won the first season, and I got to judge some of the successive seasons. 
So I love Arirang, and I'm so happy to be here because this is actually where it all started for me in the entertainment right, industry. I didn't even know that uh, yeah. you started back then because yeah. when I saw you on set, you were a pro. <laughs> no, I was a newbie. I'm like, what's going on? What do I do here? <laughs> so scared, yeah. Wow, that's super amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, wow, that that's a big career jump from kind of just teaching English yeah. to getting into the entertainment right. world. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, because you start off in Arirang, because I feel that in Korea, especially, uh, not just because we have more and more foreigners now, but I feel that with like Korean Americans, mm-hmm. uh, anybody who can speak Korean, mm-hmm. uh, if you have an edge and you can speak another language, I feel that there's like a two category. Either you fall into like the. Uh, Arirang, you know, the the English broadcasting Mm -hmm. side of things, or you actually do start breaking into like doing roles Mm -hmm. and getting casted as a model Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So where were you able to kind of transition from just being like in the more like uh, educational English broadcasting to the actual entertainment side of the world? That's a great question. And a question I do get a lot from people because I think the main factor is your Korean level. So when I started at Arirang, it was very comfortable for me because I could speak English. With pretty much everybody. Yeah, with yeah. pretty much everyone. Though I did start speaking more Korean with the writers. So when I was teaching English, I was just speaking English the whole time. Right. Everyone that met me wanted to practice English. And I had like a very tight crew of like foreigners. So I, I wasn't speaking a lot of Korean. I was studying on the side for fun and to get around. But it wasn't like fluent conversational level. Right, 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 right. So in 2015, when I started, I started studying a little more Korean. And once my level started going up, that's when I found I started getting more jobs outside of just the English broadcasting right. industry. Right, okay. Yeah. And it speeds everything up, too. You know, if you're on set and you don't need a translator going, you can just fire it off then the production is very happy with that. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, because they need a certain look. Mm-hmm. But if you can fulfill that certain look, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Hollywood's the same way. They're mm-hmm. going to typecast you regardless. Absolutely. But if they can typecast you but communicate with you on the spot with having to put more energy or yeah. money into having a translator yeah. on set. Money, money, money. Exactly. Because money is time and time <laughs> is money. And it's just kind of like a process that right. keeps going back and forth. Yeah. Um, but I've been following you for a while. And I've noticed that, like, even just today you you have some connections where you also try to help out the community absolutely too. so like if there's a casting call for something or if there's somebody's looking for something you use your platform as well to absolutely. kind of reach out to yeah. my little baby platform i'll work on it but i i do you know i think family is very important but the definition of family as an expat is very different from what some may think So your family is who you choose, who you build around you. And you have to invest time in those relationships because it is tough living in a foreign country. You don't have your actual family here. Right, 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 right. So I like taking care of people. That's what I do. I'm a bit of a mama, a bit of, you know, the the onni. I want to take care of everyone and make sure they're okay. And especially navigating through this industry, you need allies. It can be tough at times. Right, of course. Like anywhere, like any industry as well. We all go through problems. So it's nice to have, you know, good people to surround yourself Mm. with in order to navigate through the industry. Okay, Mm. okay. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I've noticed that uh, since you've kind of gone from, you know, going into acting Mm -hmm. in general, I mean, and I know that, like, acting is 
For some people, it comes natural. I know that this is. Uh, I feel for any field, especially if it's an art form, yep. certain people are just naturally sure. born with a certain knack for yeah. things. Um, whereas, especially for TV or movies, I know that it's a very different acting platform in general. Yeah. Uh, like in the States, I know that they try to do one takes as much as possible where they have multiple cameras up so that the acting can mm-hmm. try to elevate as much as possible. Like in the moment with having yeah. to stop reset get a different angle and whatnot but korea i know is still very stop hold that thought yeah we need to re hold that tear exactly keep that tear there keep the the moment and then and then they're gonna change uh povs and then they're gonna try to get your close-up or whatever so obviously it's a very it's a different skill yes uh, just to act yeah have you been taking classes have you just kind of used your on-screen uh just experience to kind of build off of your portfolio Mm. what are you been doing on the sidelines well that's the thing i do a lot of self-study here because there aren't as many classes specifically in english for For. us to learn how to act well so i do a lot of self-study and when there are workshops i really take advantage of those opportunities in order to develop myself but i honestly find the best place to learn is actually on set Yeah, once you get thrown in there and it's like there's hundreds of people going on, everything's moving so quickly, but it's important to focus at that time, which I really do. I'm like so grateful to have this opportunity, first of all, but I really focus and pay attention to what everyone's doing, Mm. what is going on around me, including the fellow actors that Mm. I'm with. So I watch them like how they set up this scene, what they're thinking. We interact and talk about the scene. And that's where I've definitely learned the most along the way. It's like free acting classes on the job. You get thrown into the pool. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Let's go swimming. Exactly. (laughs) So you've been in some pretty big dramas. Like, uh, just one particular scene comes to mind is like for uh, Mr. Sunshine. Like, you're sitting across some Mm. big Mm. names. (laughs) It's just like no pressure there. Yeah, that was one of my first big dramas as well. Yeah, exactly. It was like heart attack moment. Like, attack. how am I going to get through this? Okay, so tell us a little bit about the set. Because, I mean, we had Ebion, we had, like, Kim yeah. we had so many yeah. big names on set. Yeah. What was that like for you? My first day on set was with Ebion on and uh, David Lee McInnes. So two super big names. And it was in the set, so it was, like, constructed inside. But the director was outside of the set watching from a screen. Like, he, he's not right there. And he's on like a megaphone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so fast in Korean. And I don't even really know what's going on. But luckily, Lee Byung Hun and David Lee McInnes were both very, very nice, very accommodating. They were like translating for me. I was like, I got an A-list celebrity <laughs> as my translator right now. Are you kidding me? He was so nice, though. Like, seeing him in the hallways, like, offset, he'd always be like, hello. Very nice, very cordial, and also very helpful on set. So it kind of, like, calmed me down a bit. And I was like, okay, let's let's just do this. I had to, like, slap that 12-year-old mm. girl and be like, cut. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> But when they're, when they're like action, it's like I gotta get that yeah, B got, face yeah, on. Exactly, exactly. Sheesh. Yeah, so, it was rough. No, but, no pressure. But yeah, but a lot, a lot of pressure. Mm. So you got to learn quickly when you're on the job. You got to know how things work. Right. So yeah, right. definitely learn quickly. 
Rising was asking a really interesting question. In your opinion, Amy, what's the most important trait one needs to have in uh, a land to kind of land a role uh, as a non-Korean speaker? I know mm. that typecasting is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. I think this is for any industry. It's yep. not just as like foreigners. It's just yeah. like in the industry, they're looking for a typecast. So yeah. other than that, you get that kind of look. But I think, yeah, definitely your attitude on set, your attitude, your professionalism, I would say, is really important. People really do see that. They they watch you when you come on set. But I think, yeah, developing your network helps a lot, too. Um, trying your best wherever you go. Your Korean level as well. Uh, yeah, you don't really get a choice as to what roles you're cast in, as you mentioned. So I think with anything that I do, my motto is just to do my best. Just okay. go in, give it your all. You'll uh-huh. have no regrets that way. Mm-hmm. Prepare as much as you can. Show your best, most professional attitude, and you're good to go. Definitely. Mm. Tazin was asking this, since you pretty much an all-arounder. This all the way from Bangladesh, by the way. Hello, Bangladesh! Exactly. Um, it, you love challenges, and you yes. said that recently. So yes. what else would you like to kind of challenge yourself with? We're going to talk about, like, you know, Ooh. your whole stay in Korea and everything as sure. we continue on with the interview. But still, like, what would you want to challenge yourself with next? And maybe it's, like, in the business that you haven't done yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would like to get a bit of a juicier role, something a little bit deeper, which those roles are far and few between because they're just not there yet. Right. But I would love to really develop a character, uh, particularly in a movie if I could, mm. but not quite there yet. I'm also just working on myself, developing, developing my skills. I'm not quite there yet. But I'm going to just see what happens. I'm never one with like, this is my goal. This is what I have to achieve. I'm going to get to the top of this mountain. I'm more of like a very open, Mm. like open the plane, whatever comes up, give it a try. Oh, this doesn't pay well. Doesn't matter. Just give it a try. You Mm. might like it. Be really open to the opportunities that come to you and kind of see what sticks. So I can't really say what what is in the future because I'm just going to be open to what comes. Wow. That's super exciting. Okay. So uh, we've got Amy in the studio today. She does everything in Korea. Like, literally, she's been doing anything and everything. (laughs) Uh, You've probably turned on the TV and had her in a K-drama or a K-movie that you probably saw her in doing something. So uh, if you have any more questions and messages for us, send those in. We're going to talk about her career, uh, what she's been doing here in Korea, and all this other fun stuff, too. Now, all about Korea. Arirang Radio. You're listening to K-Pop in here on Adirang Radio. I'm your host, Isak. It's Insider Day. Today, we have the fabulous Amy Aaliyah in the studio. Uh, Shoulder shakes. Yes, exactly. I don't know if today <laughs> is like a girl chat over coffee type of a thing or if we're doing an actual interview. I don't know. It's somewhere oh, are, we, between. are we on radio right now? Totally forgot. I thought we were just hanging out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brooke was like, oh, I remember Amy's role in Mr. Sunshine. Oh. Oh, awesome. There yeah. You Thank you for watching that. Right. What was the tough one? <laughs> that was that was one way to start getting into acting. Here you go. No, Jump right in. No pressure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I it's probably because I know her, but honestly, whenever she does like a, a reporting gig, even if it's like really briefly that goes on screen, I'm just wait, 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 I think I heard Amy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I think she's on there. Yes. And then I'll rewind it and watch it again. Um, so I we've actually been having a few uh, foreign actors in the studio before. We yeah. had like Carson here, we had Terrace here in yep. the studio not so long ago, and just so many more. Yeah. Um, 
And a lot of times, like, they have sat down and they've honestly been opening up about, like, they'll go to an audition and they'll just be like, yeah, say something in English. <laughs> or, like, like can say, you speak English? Like, say this role in English mm. um, because they don't have necessarily somebody to, like, translate it and they would rather you mm-hmm. just kind of translate it mm-hmm. itself. So have you been doing that for some of your roles or all of your roles or... Well, the scripts that we get are usually loosely translated, if I oh. may see so. So there's a lot of, you know, sujung happening in there, just like the, something that's more comfortable. And then, of course, we ask if that's OK, particularly with like the voice recording scripts. You ah, do like oh, yeah, voice you recording do, yeah, scripts, Yeah, because you do right? voice recordings. I do a lot of voice recordings as well. And I get some pretty funny ones there, too. I'll share that with you after because one of them is just like too much. But yeah, with the drama scripts as well, there it can be a little like awkwardly worded at times. So we are usually allowed to just kind of go over it and and say something that's a little more comfortable. Okay, that you're more comfortable saying. Yeah, but okay. but full on translating, not not usually for me. I don't oh, know. Wow. Carson's Korean is like da, 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 like better than Korean Koreans. Like so, I don't, I don't know. For me, my Korean level, I, I wouldn't be as confident to translate it. And well. then it's higher. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Leon from Singapore actually sent this huge paragraph of Ooh. questions uh, and sat down and asked. Okay, first things first. What has been your favorite role to act so far? Ooh, favorite role. Come on, Leon. How are you going to play me like that? What am I going to say? Favorite role is a tough one. But if I think off the top of my head, I'm going to say Money Game. I played uh, Shannon Lucio. And it was a fun role because I played 20-year-old Shannon and 50-year-old Shannon in the same series. So that's actually why I cut my hair. I had long hair for the longest time, but I wanted like a 50-year-old kind of like more sophisticated uh. look. (laughs) And I cut my hair and I got to set. They're like, no, that does you don't look older. You're supposed to look 50. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Anyway, um, just having that kind of character arc, like that's what I'm striving for in my next like um, incarnation of being an actor is like getting a role that can have that kind of arc that can actually develop a character is really what I'm looking forward to. So thus far, I would say Shannon Lucio has been my favorite role because it was juicy. Oh, yeah. So juicy. Very challenging and yes. juicy. Yes. And there was a lot of screen time, so exactly. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so it was like, me! Me on screen. Yes. It's not like two seconds where, oh, Amy's there. It's, yeah. She actually like had a lot of roles. Yeah. And she was a very, character. Right. She was a very important role in the whole drama series, too, mm. which was great to see. Anyone that you would like to act in the future but haven't had the chance to yet? Like, can you think of, a, like, a specific movie or, like, even past drama? You know, mm. like, Meryl Streep in, like, The Prada Wears. Oh, uh, yeah, Devil Wears, Wears Prada. Prada. Like, you know, that kind of For role. Sure. Or, you know, like, if there's any been, like, a role, like an Angelina Jolie role or, like, a, a certain role that you were just like, girl, if they ever did that, I would like to do something like that. Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I think I'd like to do some more comedic acting. Okay. Yeah, there aren't that many options for me, like other than the ones I did in Mr. Sunshine were pretty comedic. But I think like the timing of comedy is very difficult. So if you can hit that and can get a laugh, it would be so much fun. But yeah, anything really, any anything other than an anchor or a bee, <laughs> I'll go with it. I'll, I'll take it. it. <laughs> okay. uh, do you feel that there are more and more acting uh, spots in Korea now that you've actually started the business? Because I feel that you've been in the business mm-hmm. for a few years now. Yeah. So do you feel like the roles, are they starting to 
build yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot more collaboration with Hollywood mm. happening now, and a lot more production companies are coming from Hollywood into Korea. <laughs> so there's definitely been an increase in the amount of roles available to foreigners. Plus, you know, there are just more foreigners living in Korea, so that's a part of right. Korean life that needs to be represented on screen as well. Right, so right, it's right. really interesting to see. It's a very exciting time, I think, to be a foreigner in Korea and and to be welcomed in this way. It's awesome. Right. Okay. So I want to take a little bit of a a break from your acting career because even though that's like super awesome, Mm. girl, you've been cooking up a storm (laughs) these days. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you're getting compliments from the king himself. <sighs> Taekjoon has been giving you nothing but compliments. Oh my gosh! On the current show that you are on, Taekjoon mm-hmm. One Class. No pressure there, girl. What's up with all these like no pressure, like super? <laughs> I know the top, like the king, the king of cooking in Korea. And I just randomly applied to that show as well. And I was like, I don't really cook that well. My Korean's not perfect they're like come on on the show give it a try i was like okay i'll try it is tough i'm not gonna lie because i do not cook on a daily basis yeah how I have are zero you not cooking, cooking, cooking and winning number one on the show you know what the secret is <laughs> sung shi kyung <laughs> sung sunbae helps me out a lot because if it weren't for him i don't think i would be winning half the challenges to be quite honest he helps out a lot um, but yeah, it, it's a tough show, but it's great because I get to taste Baek Jeon-won's cooking. Right. Firsthand, like he makes it there, like private chef and then like brings it to you and you're trying his cooking and it's amazing, you guys. It's so good. He's yeah. a really, really good chef. Yeah. No yeah. wonder he's the king. Right. I think so. I think so. You disagree. No, I mean, I'm just <laughs> kind of like, jealous because, mm. like, for anybody who's into cooking, like, you see Pectoan making a dish and you're just like, because he has so many franchises. Mm-hmm. You would uh, you would think that he's just got, like, yes, a very, like, plain palate, but I feel that that plain palate is really hard to achieve because yep. you're going to have to find a mid- middle point yep. for so many picky eaters. Right. Um, and for him to find that, I think that's just amazing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just extremely jealous. Once I saw you post the show, I was just like, <laughs> my girl has made it. Like, do you need a manager for one day? Like, I can be your manager. I, I can got transit. two managers right here. I, oh, I'm going to hire them. Popcorn and uh, Karma will be your stylist. I'll be your, I'll be your driving manager for the We're day. We're a team. Peace out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Leon's also saying that yes, having uh, Song Shigyung, who is also a great cook, yeah. is going to help. Uh, Emily is like, yep, Song Shigyung and the scissors. Uh, I'm known as like the Kaui queen because I use the scissors for everything because I have zero skills when it comes to cooking. So <laughs> actually, I won one of Pectomon's knives. Right. When I, when I won first place, he gifted a knife, which is this huge thing and it's so intimidating. And I like cut myself when I first tried it at home. So I'm like scared of it so i prefer to use scissors which is ingenious anyway like why not use scissors more in cooking this is one great thing about korean cuisine is just you know use the scissors for everything right so fast so convenient so easy right so honestly i feel that not only that song shigyong is helping but you do love to eat and go around absolutely. and like you know go to different restaurants yeah. and stuff like that so i feel that your palate is up there yeah 
I got the palette and the imagination as well, because the whole concept of the show is kind of bringing Korean food to the world. So I'm from Canada. If I were to make, you know, bulgogi in Canada, how could I tweak it using Canadian ingredients and that kind of elevate it or, you know, create some fusion food with it, right? Right. Right. So I have a staple of maple syrup on my cooking station, which I like to throw in as a sweetener instead of using like, you know, the regular sugar. Which makes it great, too. Like, the I made the bulgogi Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Right. Girl, oh, yeah. That that show oh. was on way too late. Oh. No joke. It was so good, though. I was shocked. I was like, this came from my kitchen? My cooking? It was amazing. It was really, really good. No, but I've been seeing how you've been using maple syrup. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it does add. Because in Korea, we just have non-flavored sugars. Mm-hmm. Like, bulyeot and everything else is just non-flavored. Mm-hmm. But maple syrup has a distinct oh, yeah. smell to it. Oh, yeah. And especially if you have it with beef. I mean, <laughs> It's great. It kind of caramelized the beef right. a little bit. So right. you got a different kind of texture as well perfect for a sandwich right. it was really really good though i highly recommend so this is the great thing about arirang radio too everyone is listening around the world like you right. have the best global audience <laughs> so it's so fun to be able to think about how you can you know add your local ingredients into korean food and give it a, a little twist which is little fun which is really cool because it like seems to be what a lot of our bang people mm. are doing around the world too mm-hmm. because they don't have the ingredients right. on hand. Yeah. So shows like the one that you're on yeah. kind of help to elevate that just a little bit Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And bring Korean food to the world. Too. Exactly. I love that. I just, I don't even know how you don't like cook at home because I swear your cooking skills are amazing. Well, now everyone's like, can you cook for me? Can you cook for me? I'm like, well, if Sung Shi Young comes over, then yeah, I can cook as well. But like alone, I don't think it's going to taste the same. Because like, oh, you need to put that. Yeah, he gives like the gur tips behind me. Yeah, he's <laughs> walking around, but she's like, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Be, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But they, they edit it very well. Right? I'm just like, yeah. The secret is Song Ji Kyung. The secret is Song Ji Kyung. He's the magic behind everybody. Um, so you obviously use your voice a lot. Yesterday yeah. you just did like a hosting gig to like sell something in live. Oh, uh, no, yes. Live stream. Yeah, live streaming. So you act daily. You do voice acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're pretty much using your voice 24 yeah. seven. I know that you know. For me, sitting here every day, it does become like a, a kind of a rhythm I have a schedule and mm-hmm. stuff but you're all over the place like yeah. your voice doesn't have time to recoup yeah it's not used to a schedule mm-hmm. uh, you might some days be running on like two hours of sleep one day you'll be yep. running off of like 16 hours of sleep yep so how do you keep your voice like maintained that's the hard thing is like not having a regular sleep schedule right really messes up your voice and it's it's not healthy in any way either so you do have to do your best to take care of yourself. Um, if my throat is a little bit sore, I make this concoction of like warm water, garlic, like a bunch of garlic, some lemon slices. Um, that's it. Just boil it up and drink it like a tea. And it kind of like soothes, soothes it. the throat. But I do naturally have like a stronger voice, I guess. Right now, it's a little rough because I have been working so much. Yeah. But yeah, it's important to, you know, have a balance in your life. So when you are working really, really hard, take the time off. When Mm. you get the time off and really just rest, you know, the whole FOMO, fear of missing out on things when you're not working, like just take a rest, Mm. take care of yourself Mm. first and take care of your voice as well. So it's like just little things like lemon water, honey, 
garlic. These kind of things help your voice a lot. Okay. Um, I'm kind of curious because I think the representation right now in Korea is kind of like there's certain companies that are kind of working as agents for foreign actors. Um, There's certain people who just would rather be your manager, kind of an agent type of an ordeal. Mm. How are you working at the moment, if you don't mind me asking? Sure. No, I'm happy to share. Uh, I'm actually a freelancer now. Uh, I do not have a company. When I first started, I was on an E6 visa, which is the entertainment visa under a company agency. Um, so they sponsored my visa, but I was still finding a lot of the work myself. Okay. Um, until I studied very hard doing this Hawaii Tonga program, uh-huh. the Korean integration program. Uh, once you pass that, then you can get an F visa. Okay. A little bit easier. So I got an F2 points visa, which means I'm like almost Korean. Oh. <laughs> I can, you know, start a business or, uh. you know, I don't have to be attached to a company to live here what, 13 years later after living here? I'm finally like, oh, I'm my own person now. So since then, I've been full-on freelance, and I still work with agencies or I work directly with production after, you know, working so many years in the industry. I just have, like, a network. Okay. Yeah. So you just kind of set up uh, having, you know, knowing different people, they'll call and be like, yeah, do you have this or that? Or, Mm -hmm. oh, that's so cool. But there are many agencies here, so I think people that just come here... That's the best way to start is to like um, have somebody sponsor you first and then kind of work your way up. Yeah, I I think just, yeah, getting to know everyone first. But you got to be careful. I don't know. Like any industry, you got to be super, super careful. I think you're going to have to hit up Amy first. Yeah. Yeah. Just (laughs) message me. Okay. I'll take care of you. She's she's the mama of the business. I'm your mama. If you need any information and you want to come work as a foreigner in Korea, (laughs) hit her up first. I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul. All right, it's Insider Day. It's Wednesday here on K-Pop, and I'm your host, Isak. We have the beautiful, talented, she does everything, Amy, in the studio. <laughs> Literally, this girl hello, does hello. everything. Uh, we were talking about actually multitasking mm. in the opening today, like, puro... N tap law is apparently a thing in Korea right now where okay. you are professional in many different fields. Ooh. Girl, you are that. And uh, so we have to talk a little bit about your ideal types because we have a game all right we have a world cup game yes um it doesn't matter if you are into asian guys or not (laughs) 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 we're doing this uh ideal type world cup for you Mm -hmm. uh let's kind of add up to if you were to act against them so if you were to act with them they would be your they would be your partner in crime on set you're gonna have to make your decision kim sion or yodzingu three two one kim suhyun okay kim suhyun or hyunbin Oh, Three, two, oh, one. Oh, why so fast? Oh, uh, Hyunbin. Okay, this is gonna be hard. Hyunbin okay. or Lee Byung-won. Three, uh, two, one. Hyunbin. Uh, uh, okay, Hyunbin. Sorry. Hyunbin or Cho Insung. Three, two, one. Hyunbin. Okay. Hyunbin or Namjiok. Three, two, one. Oh no. Hyunbin. Okay. Hyunbin or Park Bo-gum. Three, two, one. Right the wave. Hyunbin it is. Uh, we still have a few more. Oh really? Hyunbin or Park Sojun. Three, oh, two, man. one. Um, can 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 we have like both of them together? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Hyunbin. Hyunbin. Okay, mm. last but not least. Hyunbin or Song Joong-gi? Oh. Three, <laughs> a two, a one. Hyunbin is the winner, <gasps> ladies Hyunbin and gents. No, honestly, he's one person I would love 
to act with. Right? Yeah. I I just I don't know. He's so mochi so. Oh, he is so mochi so. Good actor too and he always chooses great roles. I don't know. I really enjoy a lot of the dramas that he's been in, so I think it would be Hyunbin is the winner. Okay, Hyunbin's the How ultimate. How come you winner. didn't have to do this too? What? Like this is hard. This is hard. Of no. the World Cup list, like who would you choose? Oh, don't see. It's not easy. What I think about the listeners too? Oh yeah, Siska's in here. What's up, girl? Siska's been a loyal uh, fan forever. I'm so excited that you're here. No, she yeah. says Hyunbin too. Yeah, no, Siska was super excited you were coming. Really? Yeah. I love Siska. Yeah. She's oh, we got like some some loyal girl. loyal fan base here. I probably go Sungjugi though. The reason really? why? The reason why? So Sungjugi and I are the same age. Oh. And it was so weird when he started rising to the to stardom because yeah. we're the same age yeah. and like it was kind of like seeing your brother rising to stardom <laughs> yeah. i don't know You're why like, oh. i don't know him oh. i've never met him ever <laughs> but just because he's the same age as me yeah. it just felt so weird oh yeah that makes sense that he was getting so popular yeah it was kind of like seeing a 2000 born in 2000 yeah. singer being super popular yeah. and it's just like he's such a baby you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and so it was always weird for me but now that he's like started serving his mentor services he came yeah. back after taehyung who went everything i was just like oh he's actually a really good actor yeah and like it just now i'm just kind of just breaking away from the fact that he's the same age as me <laughs> and he's just just forgetting that fact he's just on. really good at acting Ooh. so yeah that's something that uh is probably what i would choose <laughs> siska says i missed you amy oh siska i missed you so much really yeah this is the beauty of our since like our 2015 Right. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, you, there's you do a lot of voiceovers. Sure. And I feel that for voiceovers, it's like the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. I know that certain people can do many roles. You can mm-hmm. be doing uh, kids programs. You can mm-hmm. be doing documentaries. You can be doing whatever. Mm-hmm. What are some of the stuff that you've done in the past? If you can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us. I just did a feminine products one, which was a lot of fun. I'll, I'll share that with you later. But uh, I do a lot of... Uh, like uh, corporate narration jobs or educational gigs, uh, commercials, like car commercials and stuff like that. I've been seeing some of your days where you've got like a hundred page script. Yeah, I do a lot of textbooks. Those are tough. Oh. So yeah, I'll go to a studio and sit there for three, four hours and just go through the whole textbook, which is usually things like um, Sunung prep. Yeah, which that is not easy I don't know how kids can get through these questions because they are very, very difficult. And I just go in like cold read, right? We don't get the scripts before we go in to record. So you just go in. There's a thick textbook there. And you read through the questions, which are very complicated, very difficult. But it helps people to practice for Sunung. So I'm happy to be a part of that as well. Wow. <laughs> You're still dumbfounded? Like, whoa! Yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to pronounce half of those. Yeah, I do look a lot of stuff up. Right? <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah, it's not easy. I feel that for Sunung and even for SATs, like that type of English is not English. Mm. Yeah. It's just, I can't. It can't I be. I don't know how you guys get through it. Do you have like a different voice uh, from your speaking mm. voice? Mm. I feel that your acting voice, you've kind of matched it per mm. role. Yeah. Um, but I mean, probably because I know you, I just know that it, you have your tone. Yeah. But like for reading stuff, I feel that you would have like if you're going to do a promo for something, yeah. you have a certain voice. Yeah. Uh, if you have like that textbook stuff, you're going to yeah. have a certain voice. 
I also have my little boy voice, and sometimes I do, like, commercials and things, or, like, uh, you need, like, an animation boy voice? Then, then this is the one that you use. That's so cool. I cannot get to that level. <laughs> <laughs> I just or, like, a little girl voice, because sometimes they want, um, a little girl to play something. I've got a really <laughs> annoying valley girl voice, you and do? that's the only thing okay, I can do. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Like, oh my god, Amy, like, it's so nice to meet you. Like, oh my god, that's oh so god. good. <laughs> it's, like, amazing. Okay, for a Canadian, it. I think you did a really good job. Oh, yeah, eh? <laughs> Representing Canadians in here. What a hoot. <laughs> exactly. Daybuck. Exactly. Leon. Yeah, Leon is like, that's an Polina. Amazing. Oh, you got the whole crew in here. Right? Oh, so much fun. How lucky are you to have all these amazing people hang out with you every day? Like, can you believe this is your job? Yeah, it's a true blessing. Wow. It truly is. Wow. And I mean, Amy, you did your own show for like three years, I too. Did. So, I mean, do you have any ambitions? If Okay, so this is one mm-hmm. of the hardest questions that came in today from our listeners. It mm-hmm. was actually repeated a few times. Mm-hmm. If you had to let everything else go. Oh, my gosh. And just choose one. Acting, modeling, voiceovers, radio, even going back to teaching. Could you choose one? You guys are doing me dirty. Right? (laughs) Right before you go to, we're going to do you dirty before you go. Uh, No, I would definitely say acting without a doubt. Because that's the one that I am not the best at. Ah. Yeah. I feel very comfortable. I can MC. I can read the teleprompter. I can DJ. But uh, acting is still very challenging for me. And there's so much more to learn. I think okay. that's like a lifelong right, challenge, right right, right? right, 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 right. So I would definitely choose acting if I had to pick just one. Because it's the most challenging. Yeah, absolutely. It's so hard. Have you tried acting? Like, it is hard. Obviously, that's not, not, not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, it takes practice. It takes work. It takes right. preparation. And it takes a lot of imagination, which I love. It's such a cool job. And I feel very, very lucky to have the chance to, to try it here. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that I feel everybody around the world expected that uh, 2021 was supposed to end mm-hmm. on a higher note. Mm-hmm. Um, we are winding into September mm-hmm. and the second Alrighty. half of the year is about to approach us. I feel that the world is now starting to kind of come back with mm-hmm. we're trying to deal with the current pandemic, but sure. still find work, which was something yep. we were kind of holding off, I think, for like the past yeah. two years. So what are some things that we could uh, see from you from now on? Okay. Uh, well, we got Baek Jong-won class every Monday. Okay. For the next uh, couple of weeks? Yeah, next couple of weeks. I, I don't know, like, how long that's going to go on for. I'm just enjoying the ride okay. while I can. Uh, I do have, uh, an appearance in a drama coming out September 22nd. Okay. It's called Dali Wa Gamjatang. Okay. It's a new drama that's okay. starting on the 22nd. Uh, who was it? Uh, Park Yu-young and Kim Min-jae. Okay. Are in that. It's, the English title is Dali and Cocky Prince. And I filmed that a while back, but I think that scene is going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully it comes out well. I just lose myself. Full on temper tantrum. So if you want to see me lose my cool, tune in on September 22nd to Taliwa Gamjatang. Okay, that Mm -hmm. sounds like something to look forward to. If not, um, I'm going to capture it for you guys and so we can oh um, gosh. definitely see that on my social media. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Obviously, it was just way too much fun. We are way over time and we need to skid at. So right. uh, we're going to say goodbye together. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully, I can see you back in the studio soon. Would love to come back. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. 
Did you enjoy today's interview? I hope you did. If you want to catch us live, don't forget to catch us live every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And we are always waiting for your questions too, so don't miss out. If you missed the live broadcast, you can always go back and check out our VOD service and our AOD service through our homepage or our application that is free. Don't miss out on power interviews with yours truly, DJ Isak, every Wednesday.